listening to Success Unwrapped with Heather Vale. Welcome to Success Unwrapped with Heather Vale, the weekly radio talk show where we unwrap and reveal the secrets that successful people use, and you can too. Available at successunwrappedradio.com. This podcast is sponsored by GoToMeeting.com. Part of business, we have to go to meetings, but it can be a real waste of time and money. And we know time is money. If you're driving two hours for a one-hour meeting or flying to headquarters for a half-day training session, you could be saving time and money by meeting online with GoToMeeting. You can invite people to meet you online. They can see your computer screen on their monitor. You can meet as long as you want, as often as you need, for one flat rate. You can try GoToMeeting free for 45 days with no credit card required by visiting GoToMeeting.com and typing in the promo code PODCAST. That's GoToMeeting.com and type in PODCAST. Try GoToMeeting free today with no credit card needed. My special guest this week is Sharon Warren, teacher, writer, and author of the top-selling book, Magnetizing Your Heart's Desire, which teaches people how to be a deliberate creator through the power of the law of attraction. She followed that up with a monthly column called Flowing Your Energy for the Arizona Together newspaper. She taught at the university level for 17 years and received rave reviews about the positive powers of her course. She's also the co-founder of inspirational product company Amazing Grace Unlimited with her husband, Dwayne. Together, they are living examples of the power of manifestation. Sharon, thank you so much for being here today to help us unwrap the magnetic power of the law of attraction. It's a pleasure to be here, Heather. Thank you so much. I've heard other law of attraction experts saying that it works like a magnet, but you're the only one I've ever seen who takes that a step further and actually includes a set of incredibly strong magnets with every copy of your book. Why was it important to you to make it a hands-on demonstration? Well, when I taught at Indiana Purdue for many years, I did a lot of research with processes of things that I personally lived and hands-on tools and techniques. And the magnets were a real aha for the students on how our mind works in creating our reality. And the magnets are such a wonderful demonstration of attracting or repelling. And I've traveled the world over, and I feel that the magnets demonstrate our personal power hands-on. So when we can see what resistance is or what attraction is, it's more than a metaphor in our life. It becomes a, a living reality. And so I started using the magnets as a fun demonstration tool. And they're such a graphic, powerful tool to illustrate the basic law in physics, which is like attracts like. And these happen to be rare earth magnets, which are so small but so powerful, and they mirror back how we attract or repel in our daily lives through our thoughts, our feelings, because we are electromagnetic beings. And so readers have had a lot of fun enjoying them because they understand now the law of attraction in action. And I'm sure you found they were fun to play with. Yeah, they're yeah. so strong, you can't even force them together. You can't. <laughs> That's right. And uh, so when people understand how we attract or repel, for instance, one of the examples I give in my book is I want a new sports, a red sports car or whatever, but then we say I can't afford it. So we have attraction, but then we have resistance or we're repelling it by saying I can't afford it, and then that contradicts 
our heart's desire because we're coming from lack. So I think the magnets demonstrate how we're feeling is always our point of attraction. And the major clue is good feels good and bad feels bad. (laughs) So uh, the magnets are, are a basic principle of the law of attraction in action. So you could put them on the side that attracts together strongly and talk about your desire, and then as soon as that negative thought comes up, turn it around and see how it's actually repelling in real time. Exactly. That's exactly what it does. And we're excited when our highest outcomes or our heart desires come together. And the way that happens is when we're creating and vibrating and love and joy and abundance and delicious well-being and yummy friends or relationships, we're having a darn good time. And so we know we're the divine attractors in our life as walking, talking, electromagnetic human magnets because that's literally what we are. And we always are carrying a charge for or against our heart's desires. So being a deliberate creator, whether it's for our homes, our relationships, our career, our bodies, uh, whatever, we want to receive magnetic matches to our heart's desires. What do you mean by vibrating on purpose? Well, vibrating on purpose, when we understand the law of attraction in action, what comes out of our mouth comes into our world. And so when we're vibrating on purpose, We are in joy, we have goals, we've set intentions, and we have a responsibility to vibrate on purpose because otherwise if we're living life backwards, in other words, in the past, or if we're having difficulties and we're into blame, shame, frustration, then we're not living our life on purpose. So we need to be conscious of what we're attracting, and that's why intentions play such a big part in our life because we are the law of attraction and actions and we're attracting what we think about. What we think about expands. So much better to have clarity of uh, focus or vibrate on purpose and we give voice through the power of our choice. Every thought we think and every feeling we have is a choice and of course life gives us plenty of opportunity for challenges or contrast and so we line up the energy to live on purpose or vibrate on purpose. What are your four steps to deliberate creation? Well, the steps of deliberate creation originally came to me uh, when I was in the process of writing the book, and we were having an interesting challenge, or contrast, with how these magnets were going to affect the scanners as they passed through the store. And a, a friend of mine, Patricia Satarsha, who is also a student of Abraham had come and stayed with us and so she was the first one uh, to share the steps of deliberate creation and step one is knowing what you don't want because contrast or another word for that would be challenges abounds on our planet and without an up there wouldn't be a down without a dark there wouldn't be a light so it's only contrast where we can make new decisions for whatever our vision is through our conscious feeling choices, we become creators. So first of all, we have to know what we don't want. And naturally, I wanted these magnets to pass through the scanners successfully. So I knew that I didn't want there to be any interruption in that process. So step two is you feed the energy of your heart's desire. And you always know by the way you feel emotionally whether you're feeding your heart's desire or not. So you feed the energy of what you want to create, and that means all of your senses come into play emotionally. You see it, you feel it, you taste it, you smell it, you touch it, you hear it, 
you speak the word, you speak it out loud. So you're feeding that energy of knowing what you do want. And then step three of deliberate creation is creating a vibrational match to what you desire through your emotions and feelings. So you're saying yes to the universe. And if you would imagine source, or whatever you choose to call source, is like a satellite dish, and you're beaming your deliberate creation, and you're locked onto the signal of your well-being. So the power and the speed of your attractions is through your feelings, and your emotional, uh, your emotions are always your guidance system. If you're reacting, then you know you're pushing against. So when you're in joy, you know you're a vibration of well-being. You're in the steps of deliberate creation, so you know that you're a vibrational match. And then step four is not our work. We just consider it done. We turn it over to source. We know the energy is flowing for our heart's desire. And you might ask, how do we know that? Well, when you're in joy and when you're feeling great, evidence will abound because you'll have evidence of well-being. So energy follows thought and all thoughts are energy. And so most people can identify rather quickly the two emotions of the vibrations. One feels good and one feels bad. So we'll know which energy wave we're riding hourly, daily, weekly as deliberate creators or divine attractors or reactors. But essentially, we're the vibrational magnets attracting our highest outcome. How important is taking action? Well, on that, I'm probably a little different than than many people. A lot of people think that action is the most important step. Mm -hmm. I think intention, setting the intention, and meditation and imagination are more important than the action itself because when you have established the vibrational stance for whatever it is you're choosing to create, you will be magnetizing that through your law of attraction. Now, that doesn't mean that you sit back and you're passive and you don't do anything, but I believe that you also wait and know what it is you want, you fine-tune, you align, and you feel it strongly pulsing and radiating before you actually take the next step to action. What exactly is magic? Magic is the right use of energy, and so are miracles. It's a consciousness. And again, if we have fear or doubt, then we're in the resistance part of the law of attraction, and and miracles can't occur when we have fear or doubt. So it's simply the right use of energy, which means being aligned, being in your stream of well-being, not stepping on your own hose, and being a deliberate creator then becomes a divine attractor by that whole process. You mentioned this in your Four Steps to Deliberate Creation, but let's just break it down into black and white for the people listening just so they actually get this. What's the difference between a creator and a reactor? Oh, good. I love that. I believe that it's a fascinating metaphor that creator and reactor are the same letters but a very different energy. So if you write out the word creator then you know that you're allowing the stream of your well-being. But the word reactor is the same identical letters. They're transposed, but we all know that reacting has resistance into it. And so we know those as ruts or grooves or habitual responses. 
and thought patterns and beliefs that don't serve us. And so when we're a creator, we are seeing our life as filled with choice. I also, in my book, talk about how we can see life as a setup for our growth or an upset. And again, very different vibrations. Setup means that we're setting it up as deliberate creators. Upset means we have stress, turmoil, resistance. But again, they're the same words. They're just reversed. A creator is one, of course, who creates a reality. So a reactor would be one who's filled with self-pity or anger or blame or shame or resentment, and then they're stepping on their own hose. So it's much easier in many ways to be a creator because you're not constantly reacting to life because you're setting it up on how you want it to be. What's the key to changing from being a reactor to taking that easier and way more fun path of being a creator? First of all, I think it's knowing that contrast is a setup in our life and that we have a choice. So we can allow contrast to observe whether we're in the flow or whether we're not. We're matching or we're mismatching. And so it's way more fun to have your vibrational matches And the simplest way is to be consistent in your vibrational offerings so that you're goosing up your imagination. We haven't talked about imagination, but that's so important in our offering of thoughts, words, feelings, so they're a vibrational match to what we desire. So we keep the heat on what we want, and step one of deliberate creation is knowing what we don't want, but we only want to stay there momentarily. So, you know... It's a process, and we all have contrast in our life, so it's a matter of being aware and knowing what we're signaling to the universe, because whatever we're signaling is what we're vibrating, and what we're vibrating is what we're going to get through the law of attraction. What do you mean when you say, keep the heat on what we want? Well, I believe that appreciation is the fastest tool for personal growth, and so when we are in the space of whatever our heart's desire is, that we imagine what it is that we want. We stay focused on it. One of the things that is one of my favorite tools, which I describe in the book, is a creation box. And mine is about 12 by 8, but it's a signal to the universe. It's a hands-on tool that equals our point of attraction. And whatever we place in our creation box vibrates and it resonates and it pulsates with our heart's desires to source so that we're vibrational matches to our highest outcomes being fulfilled. So we're keeping the heat on. Whatever we place in our creation box or whatever we meditate or visualize or whatever the movie of our mind is, that's a living, breathing, heartfelt desire that's being outpictured to source. And whenever I put anything in my creation box or creation book, uh, I always ask the universe for this or something better because we can have something better that we aren't even aware of. It's more than we could have imagined. I also have a $100 bill in my uh, creation box for abundance. And it isn't just about that $100 bill. It's how it makes me feel. And it makes me feel good. So... Uh, abundance, if, if we had, if you want more abundance in your life, it's not just a matter of saying an amount, it's who will you share it with? What are you eager and enthusiastic about? Your, whether it's your career, 
your success unwrapped, <laughs> your beloved, uh, a new car, a dream vacation, a new home. It's what nourishes and feeds you, and that's where you want to keep the focus on or the heat on because our feelings are always our point of attraction and action. And I always say thank you anytime I put anything into my creation box because it is an attitude of gratitude. So your creation box, or whether it's literal or not, your asking source will answer as you believe, allow, receive. So, But our heart's desires manifest when we have high desire and no resistance. So um, I love having that creation box. My husband and I also have one that looks almost like a genie's lamp in our office. Hmm. And it's a constant mirror for us of whatever we place in there is what's vibrating in our life. So we keep the heat on as kind of a metaphor to continue cooking what we want until it's done. (laughs) That's exactly what's cooking in our lives. Yes, exactly. And you're vibrating then with whatever it is you're asking for. So let's go into a few more of the ways that you do what you call treasure mapping to help us attract what we want. Treasure mapping is something that I used to do years ago in classes. And what it is is actually pictured prayer. And you can do it in sections with your career, your home, your beloved, you know, whatever your choice is. But it's actually a focus of what it is you want to magnetize into your life. And it pulsates. Again, it's like a creation box. It attracts whatever it is you're focusing on. And treasure mapping really means you're naming and claiming it. You're envisioning what it is you want in your life. And it's fun. It's a road map. We place pictures there. Uh, statements are good, whatever we're choosing to manifest in our life. And Pierce said any idea seriously entertained tends to bring about the realization of itself. So that's the idea of when we did treasure maps in class, if somebody wanted to go on a vacation, I suggested that they would go to a travel agency and they would get the travel brochures of where they wanted to be. If they wanted a new car, then they would go to the car dealership and they would drive the car, they would smell the fragrance, they would pick out what model they wanted and the color. And when you get a whiff of that in your vibration, it just is emotionally keeping the heat on. So I love the fun of doing treasure maps. And there's many things, but it's you're naming and claiming whatever it is that is your heart's desire. To get Sharon Warren's book, Magnetizing Your Heart's Desire, which comes with a free set of rare earth magnets, just go to successunwrapped.com slash magnetizing. And I hope you've enjoyed the first segment of our interview. But it's not over. There's a full 200% more than what you just heard where we delve deeper into these success principles. To unwrap the full interview and get lots more tools for success, just sign up to become a Success Unwrapped member on any level you choose at successunwrapped.com slash members. This has been Success Unwrapped with Heather Vale. Be sure to tune in to the next edition of Success Unwrapped, helping you to unwrap and discover your own potential for success. Until next time, keep unwrapping. I'm Heather Vale. 
This podcast is part of the Blueberry Network at Blueberry.com. That's spelled B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. 